Donnie Ray, and we back in this bitch after a long hiatus. Hey. Everybody clap your hands. It's your man, Chris Dessel. He's back in this bitch. Oh, man. Great to be back in the seat. Man, so tell people what you've been on. I know you've been on some, yeah. on some shit. Definitely went to, uh, I went to Pittsburgh, as I talked about, for the Mac Miller uh, Celebration of Life thing. And Pittsburgh is just a cool city. Had a nice how, hotel room. How long was you there? Uh... Three full, like three and a half days. Okay. Uh, I would definitely go back at some point. There's some cool places. Like there's this like state park that's called the Point, where like you're looking over the two rivers as they intersect, and then you have uh, the fucking oh, why, why can't I think of it? This where the Steelers play. Yeah. And uh, and then the the Indians ballpark, PNC Park, and wherever the fuck the Pittsburgh Steelers play. Um, and it's just like. Great view. The Mac Miller thing was really a great time. There was a pretty fat turnout. Definitely a few hundred at so least. So what was that? I remember you said a little bit about it, but <laughs> So it was it was at Blue Slide Park, uh, which is the title of Mac's debut album and was a park in Pittsburgh that uh just a lot of people hang out at, but it was significant to him. It's where he spent a lot of time growing up. It's where uh Best Day Ever music video was shot. Uh senior no, not senior skip day. Knock Knock, I think, was over in that area. Um, so it was just really significant to him. So it was, uh, they hosted an event um, put together by a Twitter page, the Mac Miller Memoir. Um, they had a DJ out there and just were playing his music. And there was, it ended up being like, probably almost like 500 people. It was a shitload of people. It's fat. Yeah, thick out in that bitch. And like when I first got there, there was just a few people like kind of turning up to the music in the middle. And then just a lot of people kind of milling about, seeing what there was to see. And then, like, by the end, like, because I immediately just went to the middle. I was like, I want to turn up. I want to have a good time. I want right. to rap all these lyrics. And by the end, though, it was just, it was literally, it felt a lot like being at a Mac Miller concert. It was crazy because, I mean, all those fans know the energy of those shows. And I think that's just kind of, like, where we all went. And it was it was just a really cool experience. Met a lot of really cool people. Um, <clears throat> did a lot of drinking. They had some cool little divey bars and <laughs> all that kind of shit. Definitely spent too much money. Uh, but then I got back and then I moved, uh, moved to a new, uh, new place a week ago that, so that's always a pain in the ass. Moving on up. Absolutely. Upgrading, you know, you know what it is. Um, but yeah, so that's where I've been. I just been doing shit. Got another trip coming up mid-October going to San Francisco. I feel like, didn't you go somewhere else besides fucking Pittsburgh? I don't think so. That's where you did something else. I don't know, maybe think I'm, I did. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. I guess we did something else. I don't know. I forget things. I don't but know. I think it was mostly just Pittsburgh. Drove there and back with one of my uh, good buddies, and we just had a whole humdinger of a time. It was a <laughs> humdinger of a time. <laughs> it, it was a good. White people Wednesday. It was a it, it was a good hang for sure. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So I feel like there was something else I was gonna fucking say. But uh, yeah, this the fucking after show. Episode oh, yeah, 108, didn't really fucking say that, but uh, yeah, so Chris has been on a hiatus, but we back in this bitch. Yes, sir. It should be on the next fucking No Filter. Uh, yes, but shit, so actually, we want to talk about a couple things since he hasn't been on a fucking podcast in a minute, but we want to talk about, so we talk, talked about uh, Antonio Brown, we talked about him on 
a couple of different podcasts. I talked to him on Ron Rational. Isn't that interesting? How he just keeps himself in the cycle? Right, keeps himself. Like Jesus, bro. <laughs> so we talked about that with uh, Darius on the last episode, too. But now, like as, like we were saying, it's always some fucking shit with this nigga. So he's got some new shit. This man's going back to college now. Because that, hey, that'll solve everything, right? Right. So it's also, like... <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why I they even let him back. Take, but like, why is he going back to college where there's no stronger rape culture <laughs> when you have a rape allegation? Right. <laughs> it's the wrong time, bro. You got bigger fish to fry than getting your degree. We already heard you talk. We know you're not that smart. <laughs> so we know you stupid. Yeah, bro. Like, and I get it. You've been, you're an incredible athlete. But the thing is, if you're listening slash watching Antonio Brown, just shut the fuck up. Like, right. it's that simple, my dude. Like, at some point, you just have to stop talking and stop thinking that just because you are one of the best athletes in the world, that you can act like a complete asshole and get everything your way. And the reason, and like... But he's going to school. <laughs> he's trying to get his knowledge up. But nah, like you said, shut the fuck up. The fucking Patriots, they were like... All right, we know about your shit in the past. Just can't do anything else. And then this nigga goes and fucking sends, like, the tweets to her and the intimidation and everything. It's like, nigga. And then did you see that video of him farting in his doctor's face? They have a video of it now? Nah, I didn't like, see Like, bro, he's just, like, just getting, like, an it. ultrasound or something? Yeah. Yo, he's just ripping ass and he's laughing, which, I mean, I get it. Like, a <laughs> fart is funny in the right context, but, like, while a dude is down at that level... Like he's he was knelt down. Like you're disrespectful as hell. He farted Especially in the nigga face. Laughing instead of being like, "Oh man, I am so sorry." <laughs> like I just literally shit in your face. Like that's not what you're supposed to do to a doctor. You know that's not how you treat your doctor. I didn't know they had no goddamn video. That's fucking fried. <laughs> Did you see my uh, tweet when he when I saw the tweet about uh, him going back to school? No. Nah. Are you familiar with Billy Madison, the Adam Sandler movie? Yeah. I just uh I put I quoted it with the back to school, back <laughs> to school to prove to dad that I'm not a fool, but I'm pretty certain he is a fool. <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> God damn it, I need you. Know. God damn it, I need you now. <laughs> that nigga. This song fool. brought this episode brought to you by Kanye West. God damn it. I need you now. That's not what it's called, but it should be. What is that song called? I don't know. That's a deep cut. That's that Don has like the most OG version of the life of Pablo humanly possible. Bull. I was called The Mind is Powerful. The Mind is Powerful. And that song is a weird brand of powerful. <laughs> right. So fucking Antonio Brown. Like, I just don't get what going back to school is like so what, does he not aspire to go back to the league at any point? Is that his whole thing now? He said he's done with the league. He said, nah, because the league is done with him. I mean, but you know he's just talking shit. But he tweeted he's not fucking playing in the NFL anymore. AFL. AFL. Right. N- nah, he, uh, niggas is saying he might go to the fucking XFL. <laughs> so that'd be interesting. That would be. He would be too good for that, though. That's the thing. He'd kill, but I mean, shit, that might get him some looks. I mean, actually, they really said there's still teams in the NFL that are interested in him. So I know if he gets a phone call, he's going to be right back in the NFL. He's just, he's an emotional bitch. Like, he's just like a female. He just says shit off emotion, how he's feeling at the time. And I know I haven't said this on the podcast, but, like, I've said, I've, I passionately believe that this dude needs to be looked at by, like, a psychiatrist. He like, definitely he's has, bipolar he as definitely, fuck. He definitely has mental health problems. Like, bro, is this, like, I actually said to somebody at work, I was like, is 
Kanye calling these plays? Is he pulling the strings? <laughs> this is all so Kanye of him, bro. Right. This dude is... No, but they I was did. saying Kanye is reckless this whole time before this podcast, but no, Antonio Brown is the most reckless. They did say he consulted some uh, like social media people to see uh, the best route that he could take to get fucking released from the Raiders. So I mean, shit, who knows who's pulling the fucking strings? God damn it, could be but Kanye what, West. <laughs> <laughs> but what a what an interesting guy, you know? Fuck that. Nigga. To be able to be on like three separate podcasts. Like four weeks apart because he just keeps putting himself into the news. That Fuck. is Kanye West right there, man. right? But uh, but also like it's uh, he and I mean he's got plenty of money, but yeah, like bitch. he can't flex that that's that he's not losing the battle. Like he he's not Kanye still getting to drop his album and go platinum. He is losing the battle right now. So according to him, he winning. He always winning. No, bro. Antonio Brown never lose. The Patriots was the perfect place that he could have ended up. Literally the perfect place, in my opinion. He could have been so successful. Tom Brady's going to drop dimes on you. Like Like I said, drop dimes. And you're just going to, oh, he's something. Well, I mean, I guess it wasn't all completely his fault that he got released from them. Yeah. They definitely made a reaction (laughs) to some situations. God damn it, I need you (laughs) Um, but yeah, Antonio Brown, go back to school, man. I hope you learn. Get some knowledge, right? Stop God. being a dumbass <laughs> yeah. nigga. God damn it! <laughs> you make you're making everybody look bad. Like no correlation to any team, any race, any. You're making America look bad, bro. Right. I mean, we always look bad. Let's be real. But you are just standing out, right? And saying, "Look at how bad we are." Foolish nigga. <laughs> So, uh, fucking Antonio Brown. Was there anything else? Any other topics? You wanted to talk on that? Yeah, you this, said that one. This SN, okay. So, so I, I didn't really know too much about it. So he was telling me about it. I don't know how many people will even know. I feel like it's kind of a partially like comedy thing. Like you kind of have to follow comedy to care or anything. But this gentleman named Shane, Shane Gillis, who is a stand up comedian, has a podcast. I really don't know that much about him. Um, but he got a job at SNL, uh, and less than a week later, this video starts circulating of him on his podcast, making some not, not tasteful jokes at all. Very untasteful, but it was... Distasteful tweet. Chinese stereotypes, he was doing an accent, they were talking about Chinatown in New York, and just kind of making fun of that, and like being there... As a white person, and he was just joking and saying that, oh, the having to have a translation between you and your server is just so bad, and he's doing it in an accent, and he definitely, I think, did make some sort of a slur as well, which that is definitely not okay. Like, you can't even just throw those around jokingly. Like, to me, like, you can make a racially based joke that is funny, but it has to come from a place that doesn't sound disrespectful. If it just sounds like you're being disrespectful, then it's not okay because then that takes the lightheartedness out of it. But my thing is, is these videos start circulating around and without any, and it, they're old. They're a year and a half old, which I get is not that old, but it isn't the first situation of somebody getting in trouble from something that is very, very old and just being dug up and is like, oh, this person just got this achievement or this job. Look at what I found that they used to do. Might not even be indicative of what any given not even necessarily this Shane Gillis guy but indicative of what any person thinks and no matter how you feel you have a freedom of speech so 
I don't think it's right that anybody loses their job over something that they just said. It's not like he maliciously attacked somebody with racial slurs and anything like that. He was telling a probably poorly formed joke. <laughs> like it was, I'm sure, ignorant. Poorly formed. Yeah, like I'm sure it was an ignorant joke and like racial slurs are never acceptable. But like, is that work? Has anybody else ever told Bill Burr an, says nigger. An inappropriate <laughs> joke that hasn't that then then you would lose your job like have you ever had a joke that you've told be inappropriate and most of us have definitely to our friends and whatnot like you don't lose your job over it like is it really worth somebody losing an incredible opportunity for their career rather than becoming a teaching moment why does it have to be a malicious moment that's just my whole thing like it doesn't even have to apply to this specific situation it's just like this new like completely PC culture that's out there of like people want to hunt down what you have done or what you have said in order to belittle you or anything you've done. And it doesn't matter how old it is or whatnot. People are like, oh, well, in high school, this guy, but how many of us are the same person we were in fucking high school? I know I'm not. I was a much bigger douchebag for sure. They said he was a much bigger Had a big mouth douche- and now I realize God damn, I'm he must scrawny. have been a fucking huge ass douchebag because he a fucking big <laughs> douchebag right now. Exactly. Like that's the thing. <laughs> and I'm a lot different, but it I don't know. It just bothers me that people get their careers uh, slandered over, over past things that they just said, not in a malicious con- context. I'm not, once again, saying it's ever okay to malicious use a slur, content? but like... Context is everything, and no matter what, because you can. Bill Burr said it in a new his new special plug. That's I want to ask you: Has Bill Burr ever said the N word? Not that I've ever heard or seen. <laughs> like I, I not that I've and he's nah, had, and he's had bits that have referenced it. He meant to say, nah. He was talking about Louis C.K. It was just funny. Louis C.K. has said the N word. You said that many times. Did you see that episode, The Wrong Rational? With uh, fucking had fucking Jimmy and Malik in them, but he was like, uh, Jimmy was like, Bill Burr said nigger, and he not nah, he meant to, <laughs> he meant to say Louis C.K. Yeah, he meant to say Louis C.K. Yeah, because I, I don't think Bill Burr ever has, because he, I mean, he's married to a black woman. He and he had been, he's been dating her for like fifteen years, which is like a chunk of his whole career. Yeah. So I don't think that he ever has, but Louis C.K. absolutely has. He has more than one bit that he says it, and he has a bit that he says it like eight times in. Which, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Is he still? The bit is, is he, funny. Is he still around? Does he still? He is. I know he got damn near canceled. Yeah, he got pretty canceled, and it's still pretty tough for him. But he is around. He's doing. He does small, small gigs in comedy clubs and whatnot. Um, but yeah, he in racist towns probably. Yeah, he definitely had a very, uh, very tough thing to come back from jerking off at women and whatnot. Is that what he was doing? I think so I don't even really know I what think, happened. Uh, and the thing, there's definitely, a, I think, been some women that he like. I think it was like jerked off, like while he's on the phone with them, or some people he would just like expose himself to, I guess, and like he's think he jizzed in a freak. plant one time or something. Like a freak and like then he would even like ask women that he was close with, like Sarah Silverman. Like Sarah Silverman said, she, I think she said she let him jerk off in front of her once. I don't what? know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Comedians are fucked up, but like that, <laughs> she that probably de- liked that. That shit. definitely doesn't excuse probably... jerking off, like forcing your your genitalia on women, or she's giving that using ju- racial that, slurs. Uh, that joi. Because <laughs> like the thing is, even though his bit, his, <laughs> uh, I, he went with the jerk off instruction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
That is hilarious. That's a, hey, that's a, that's when you know you out there on the porn hubs. <laughs> Hey, that's fucking funny than a bitch. Hey, this is gonna be the hottest after show we've ever had. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's funny as fuck. Um, but yeah, so Louis is still around. I don't know if he'll ever. I mean, lucky he, lucky for him, lucky for people who really enjoy comedy that he did drop a special in 2017, like right before it all really broke. Um, I don't cancel him. I, but that also doesn't mean I disagree with, or like I think he's. A bad person for what he did like you can't that's just that shit's unacceptable but also he is one of the best stand-up comedians that has ever lived is he he is a hundred percent definitely is offensive Fuck in nature. That, have you ever seen a bit a single anything i mean i feel like i i don't know maybe he, he may i feel like he made comedy for white people i don't know man because he's not that funny to me is bill, but Burr, I, is I, bill I, Burr I, funny to you i give it that's about, I'll give. I will say that I I haven't really fucking seen like a whole stand up bomb, but I've seen like bits, and I'm like, uh. and I feel, you. and not every the same way everybody's got their you know individual favorite music artists. Like every every stand up comic isn't gonna be funny to every single person. True, because all, I mean the thing is is like good I, creation I some comes from some, some from Chris someplace real, and so like it's not like you and Louis C.K. were came up in the same way you know he yeah. he was born in the 70s and he's right, white as fuck bitch ginger and I'm not, Ooh. So. okay bill burr same kind of thing bill burr ain't no bitch bro you can talk shit on louis ck he jerked off at women you can say whatever about him i'm not gonna go to my grave defending him but bill burr jerked off at women yeah that's what's, a bad look what's that mean like so there was like like i, I don't know are you just like at the dinner table like at a restaurant like, all of a sudden you're just like nigga weird just take whipping his dick out and like, jacking off dick. Ah, like it's such a power thing, but Chronic it's also such like a pussy thing, you know? Because it's like, oh, I don't have the the the. Even though I'm a stupidly famous, stupid rich dude, I don't have the what social like fortitude to get a woman to come home with me, and then eventually like get close enough to where you can be like, hey, I have this thing where I like to jerk off, like, and just you watch me, like that's, that's one thing. If you're in a relationship, it is weird. I'm not saying it's not weird, but at least <laughs> in a relationship, you know, like people do like mutual masturbation or you know watch each other, whatever the fuck. You get bored. You've been in a relationship for a long time. You do I'm fucked cute. up shit. I'm definitely cool off that. I don't need any of that. Like I've never understood it. If why are we both gonna sit here and pleasure ourselves when it just feels way better if I just you know go inside you? <laughs> <laughs> like what are we doing? Uh, this is the after show of Donnie Ray's No Fucking Filter. Man. <laughs> definition of a podcast. The definition of a podcast. The definition of an after show. <laughs> man, did, man, if you you gotta watch that fucking episode, fucking Phil. I banned that nigga from the fucking podcast. That nigga Phil not allowed Yo, was over Was he on here. the mic this time? Nah, he was fucking, yeah, he was kind of on the mic. He was sitting right over there. Was, was he drunk as right shit there. again? Nah, he wasn't even drunk. That nigga just ain't got no self-control, man. I don't know what the fuck I had to ban his ass. So he's banned indefinitely. Oh, I need to yo, I think I've missed like a couple episodes then. I need to watch this. Yeah, the nigga, he said some controversial stuff. Nigga, he was just being out of control and then he's just fucking You gotta watch that shit. He like played some shit on the fucking mic. I told this nigga to stop. He just fuck like he just this like, nigga was, he, uh, he like doing this? All the, yeah. And the nigga fucking and then he fucked up the camera too. The nigga was just on some fucking bullshit, bro. At least he didn't break your bed. Nigga got fucking fuck, nigga. He hit the camera that was on the bed. That nigga Then he wrecked his car. <laughs> that nigga, man. That Wild nigga, card. That nigga was on some fucking bullshit. 
Bill's a wild card, but that's, he's banned. That's yeah. He unfortunately not allowed in the <laughs> lavish life sweatshop any longer. No more. No more sweatshop either. But All still right. fun to say. It sounds nice. So on this fuck after show, we review music, and on this week, this one should be interesting. We're gonna do fucking Post Malone's Hollywood Bleeding. So. I guess this is his third studio album. I thought it was his second. Third studio album. What was his first one? Uh, Stony, and then Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Stony is my favorite still. I still don't even fuck with him. So. Um and yeah, me and Don talked really briefly about this, but like I do fuck with Post. I fuck with his first two albums. I hadn't listened to this yet just because like I felt like it was gonna be super diluted and like because the thing is is like I do accept that Post Malone is a poppy artist and he is you know, following an equation and doing certain things just because it's universal. Um, <clears throat> but that being said, he does have some really raw talent to me. He has a good voice, but it is very poppy and whatnot. So I'm really intrigued to see how this goes because I'm worried I'm not going to care for it that much, but you never know. Sometimes you dig some shit. And uh, Don listened to a few songs, he said, like in the yeah, background. I listened to a few songs. It was... uh. I feel like it's going to be like that, whatever that song was we listened to before, where we were like, yo, this sounds really nice, but like, what is he saying? That's it's, that's very post, honestly, is like, so much of his music is, wow, this is so like, melodically pleasing, and the instrumental can come together in a beautiful way, but you're just like, but like, this is just, it's just for the instrumental, like, he's not saying anything, just because he has a nice voice and whatnot, so. It is different, for sure. And yeah, like I, he kind of takes it in a little bit of a different sound direction every time, so I'm a little curious where we're gonna be, because there's definitely been like almost some countryish type influence at times. There's definitely rock. Yeah, it's very rock and yeah, definitely and, got a rock hip hop and pop and ah, uh, it's a lot. He's a different kind of guy. Right. And I mean, but I do respect like staying true to who you are, because I don't know where the fuck he's from, but I'm sure he's from. He look at him. He looks like he's from a fucking. Right out the farm or something. Shit, I don't even know if he probably. I feel like he's from probably like Texas or some shit. Texas makes so much sense. He wears belt buckles. He's got to be from fucking Texas. Let's see what the. Yep. Crushes bruise. Grapevine, Texas. Yeah, he look. Look like a motherfucker from Texas. Goddamn, but with face tattoos. (laughs) Right. So this will be interesting. I mean, I'm I'm excited. I'm always excited to see what Don thinks of some shit that uh he wouldn't normally listen to outside of this scenario. Right. But we're going to I'm going to get him on this Earth Gang. This it's Earth Gang. This Earth Gang album was hard. I don't know about that one. <laughs> God damn it, I need you now. All right, so fuck it. Let's go ahead and hop into this shit. Hollywood's Bleeding, Post Malone. First song is called Hollywood's Bleeding. Creative. <laughs> Boom, roasted. So this song definitely initially had a rock feel to it. Yeah, that I mean that's that guitar. And just those vocals are rocky. Rocky, not the movie. Here we go, dude. Get another call. 
This definitely sounds like some post I've heard before though. Right here it's building up to like a song I think on Beer Bongs and Bentleys. It sounds just like it. Hearing his voice, do you almost just feel like he would be better diving like all the way into like a rock career though? Yeah, definitely. Like Oh, but and as as the shit goes too, you'll definitely see that that is definitely like. But all I mean, because you could just do a rock career with this same baseline and shit. Like you can, I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter what lane you put yourself in. It's still all the same facets are there. Right. Because like this is. I feel like shit. He probably he would probably thrive more though if he did do that. For sure. He definitely would. Because, I mean, if you think about it, most of his fucking fans are white anyway. Like, let's just be honest about oh, yeah. it. So if we just channeled that full whiteness, <laughs> he'll probably be, you know what I'm saying, he probably would be bigger. Like, this is definitely hella rockish. I'm not mad at this instrumental for a second, though. I don't think. <laughs> I like real drums like that. That shit's fun. Yeah, it's cool. It's different for sure. What's like different from hip hop is. Oh, I mean that's from that typical. Which I mean, I do. I say this a lot, but I do really like a any kind of unique approach. That's what I really like about Earth Gang, man. Is they're different as shit. Alright, this song called Saint Tropez. He bit J. Cole. Right. But they actually spelled out the whole name though. I feel like everybody else just put ST. That's true. Yeah, they usually just put ST. But uh I never fuck with the instrumental. And Saint Tropez is a fucking town in France. Super fancy. It's alright, that's about to say so I guess it's supposed to be like high class, high fashion. You see, he's talking about I'm so rich. Wasn't even looking hmm. at the lyrics. Now I put them back. Uh, let me go to the right shit. On his dick? Is that what he said? You see, he said Versace boxers on my oh, dick. Oh, boxers. I thought he said boxes. I was like, you're just stacking them there? <laughs> Relax, bud. Fist. 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 Hey. <laughs> I didn't fuck with this beat. The beat's uh, hard. Beats produced by Wallace Lane, Jahan Sweet, and Frank Dukes. It's got some really cool synths to it, and the, I mean, the bass line's right. just hard. So this definitely got that hip-hop feel. It went from that rock feel on the first one to this little hip-hop-ish feel. So I can definitely, I can fuck with that. That's so sad. And, like, this is, like, what we were talking about earlier. I mean, he's not really saying too much, though. It's more like just to sound good. And I feel like I don't want to downplay him shit, but I feel like that's like a lot of his music is like feel good type music. Yeah. It's just like you can vibe with like he's not really you're not listening to it for the lyrics. Like he's very musically inclined, but I don't know how lyrically inclined he is. Cuz like he can play he can play his ass off on the guitar. I've seen him play the piano pretty well. 
and I mean, still, he is the curator of these albums, but lyrically not very dense. He says some really clever shit sometimes. Like in the last song, he did say like uh, he said Hollywood's bleeding, yeah. vampires feeding. That was kind of clever. I kind of dug that. It's basic, but come on. Right, it was basic. As long as you admit that. But nah, somebody in the comments, they said, immediately thought of J. Cole, St. Tropez. He said, him and Post are two of my favorite artists, though. Nigga, how the fuck J. Cole, your favorite yeah, artist, and Post Malone? That doesn't even go right. That's hella fraud. So yeah, this song is called Enemies. It's got the baby on it. This sounds like pop right now. Yeah, it's definitely got a pop sound, I think. Oh, God. Is that what I said? This is like just a chance oh, no, to I said had, had a single feel. So I wouldn't be surprised if this was a single or if it is going to be a single. Because it definitely this got that was, single uh, feel to me. This was definitely a beat that got cut from Chance's Kids Bop album. Uh, Kids Bop. I'm waiting to see the videos come out with the, the kids, you know? It's going to be really fun. I will say Post Malone is real good with the fucking melodies. I will say like his melodies are yeah. like... Undeniably catchy melodies. Shit that you could catch yourself humming and then you'd be like, what am I, what's in my, oh shit, is that off Post Malone's? Oh, fuck me. Right, cause, like, I don't fuck with Post Malone, but I did fuck with that first song that White Iversons. Like, it was real melodic and catchy. He actually, he, he does actually say some clever shit in that song. I couldn't tell you off the top. But now nah, that song's too catchy. But I said on the one song where you walked out briefly, I, I was just like, oh, this sounds like something I've really heard before from him. Right. It was even building the same way. And right, like, I don't really know what he's saying, but like, the fucking hook just got a good vibe to it. So, this the the baby. I've heard one good verse from so the many fucking the baby, little baby. I feel like there's somebody else, baby. Killer baby. I just Sahi baby. Sada baby. Yeah, whatever the fuck that nigga name Jameson really fucks with Sada baby. What does that nigga do? Maybe uh, rap sing? I don't know. I think it's a little bit of both. I think. Maybe I'm thinking of Smino. I don't fucking know. Smino! The baby had a nice pocket. I didn't listen too closely to what he was saying because I know it was ignorant. It was kind of like. But it, he was kind of like riding the beat, but it like. It's just like. Neither of them really saying shit. Nah, and see, like the baby, at least when Post isn't saying shit, he sounds really good while he's not saying shit. Right. So like, you just in here, I ain't got nothing to say, but I'm in a right on a beat. But like, bro, shut your dumb ass up. Yeah. The baby. So far, he has never impressed. Well, nah, he had a good verse on Revenge of the Dreamers three. One of his verses was good. It's the what verse? Under the sun, first song. That song rips. Rips. Hot. I mean, yeah. I mean, the hook kind of catchy, though. No, absolutely. I mean, I it's not. That's the point of pop, right? Like it, he. I said his writing skills aren't that good, but his songwriting skills really are. It's right. like, I don't even know how to say it. But it's just that he's not saying a lot, but he's saying it in such a great way. And then if you come up with a hook that sticks, that's a hit. That's called a hit. People get that shit running through their head, they go to play it.
So this sounds like, like a 70s, like 80s rock song. This sounds fried. <laughs> he said this sounds fried. This is kind of fried. Don's a hater though. Little hating ass. He hit him with the light voice. Alright, this just sound like some shit motherfuckers be like. <laughs> right. Like some fucking damn near like 50s, 60s type shit, right? Yo, I could see motherfuckers swinging out. Right. Swinging out their microphone. Right, some motherfuckers like. They're doing the step out. Right, with that fucking Elvis haircut and shit. Look at that! Or Bruno Mars haircut. Like, was. I He's think making like 60s music. That's what this sound like, some 60s music or some shit. So I don't know. I'm not really, I don't know, not really my vibe. This is Don's favorite song. Not necessarily song. bad, but like I said, it's not my vibe. It's his favorite. Shit. He loves this song. This is your man's. What is this nigga even talking about? This one definitely looks like he needs a shower, though. This song is called Allergic. I'm allergic to this song. <laughs> That's what you were sneezing about earlier. You knew. Produced by Brian Lee and Louis Bell. Who? <laughs> right. Say Brian Lee. Is he? Is he? An oh, Asian definitely fella? got that fucking an Asian '60s fella? feel. <laughs> no, I'm Asian. Lee is a very common Asian name. Japanese, I believe. It's the Japanese. <laughs> this motherfucker definitely sound like a fucking 60s song. Yeah, I don't know about this one. He can he was, have he can have that one. Or he was trying. He tried. He, he doing he doing different shit, that's right. for sure. He tried. He <laughs> <laughs> You know what they call that in baseball? That's a strike. That's a swing and a miss. And this one's called a thousand bad times. Oh god. And when I was listening to this, I was like, I don't even know if I consider this hip-hop. It's got like a, like the alternative feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can hear this on an alternative station. Like, yeah. I can I see this on the station with like fucking like... I don't know. Fucking depressed moms. Nah. See, I can see this being played after like a Ed Sheeran song. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, eh. but you want to be hip hop though. Yeah, that's. See, that is where it's confusing because right. like, if you listen to this outside of the realm of hip hop, you're like, yeah, no, this sounds really, really nice. This is a, a fun. Bop, whatever the right. fuck kids are calling it these days, like kids bop. His 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 melodies are really so supremely good that it's really hard to even like say like this is a bad song, right? Or any of these are bad songs because it's like ah, but it sounded the last one I really didn't like. 
I, we can both agree on that one. That was a pretty bad song. But, like, the rest is, it's like, it sounds so fucking good that it's like, I don't know. Right, like, they, this, like, this crack uh, is sonically, they all sound <laughs> good. But it's just like, they what sound, is this? Yeah, like, what, like you want to be hip hop? Yeah, that is, I guess, where this whole thought started. Is like, what are you, bro? But you're not hip hop. This is not hip hop right here. No, like, I guess it, like it, it would just be a best, better lane just to say purely alternative, and you can just make it sound like whatever the right. fuck you want. So then you have a White Iverson song. Sure, you're got a hip hop sound on this alternative song. Right. You have a rock feel of this alternative song, like. Right, because it's like. And I mean, I do like I get wanting to be a part of hip hop because like what it was significant to you, you came up with it, you have idols and whatnot. But like, is this is it the lane that was really meant for you though? Right. But once again, we're kind of splitting hairs because it's not gonna change his fan base, even if he defined himself. Oh, I'm not a hip, I'm not hip hop anymore. I'm alternative. So I don't know. It's kind of all moot to a it, point. It, but it wouldn't. But it just it wouldn't hits affect our his, ear differently then. It wouldn't affect his fan base in a negative. It might well grow his fan base. That is true because people like you or whatnot, hip-hop purists, might hear something like this and not be like, oh, no, fuck this dude. He's saying he's hip-hop. And this, and is, just, what, this is what his music sounds like. And just some people that, that like... There might be people. I'm sure there are people that are like I only listen to alternative shit. That's so they true. Not or, listen, they're I not mean, listening to him because he's not. And I feel like in that lane, you you would get played on different stations. Right. You know, like you'd be definitely would. I feel like he would hit all sort. He would hit all of the stations at that point. Right. Like he'd be like Old Town Road looking ass. That was right. probably on the hip hop and the country stations. Helly, looking ass. Is he still at the top of the charts? Oh uh, no, nah, I think he. I feel like he lost his shit. Like. Damn it, like, the week after we talked about it. That's hilarious. <laughs> Nigga lost his shit. And they'll probably never make a song that significant again. So. So, but I think that dinner, Panini dinner, might be number one, actually. Ooh, that song was damn near hard, too. God damn it. And not hard in the way that I That one closure song was damn near hard. Yeah. That's oh, shitty. That motherfucker, I was listening to that motherfucker earlier today. I was like, that's shitty. This, this motherfucker sounds, cold. This sounds, this sounds like country-ish right now. Right. Ah, uh, and I was like, nigga, this song remind me of, like fucking my junior year in high school. I dated this bitch that went to Carmel, nigga. Ah, I like, can picture her already. I just sound like this is some fucking. Was she blonde? Nah, it was a fucking black chick. Oh shit. Black Singer. chick, but she she's from Jersey though. Oh. Hey, Jer- I fucking Jersey. love Jersey bitches. He loves them Jersey bitches. Had to sit down and love them over there. Stop talking to me like that. I think this is called Circles. dangerous shit I've ever seen. Don't try this at home, kids. Right, don't try this at home. This is some professionals only. He went to college for this. Alright, there we go. Yeah. Good as new. 
So this song, he just said the word special, and this song is the opposite of that. Uh, like this dev like this see, one, this is another song that got that alternative feel. Like this is not hip hop. I'm sorry, this is not hip hop. And like that's this motherfucker. I see. I can feel like people want to argue. You want to put hip hop in a box and say only certain shit is hip. But like nigga, this is not hip hop, bro. This is not hip hop. Like straight up, this is not hip hop. I don't want to argue about it. It's not hip hop. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean it's not good. I mean, I don't fuck with this song, but like, still sonically, it sounds good. It sounds like, like the mix, the like, the singing, like, like it just whoever sounds, his engineer it is, his, his fucking everybody's uh, doing a bang up. His engineer job. was uh, Manny Marroquin, at least it was on that last song. Let me check. Like that is one thing yeah. that we, we and that nigga, he's a legend. Manny we'll probably Marroquin. end up saying like in every song, but like, it just sounds so good on he, every aspect. It's just like, what are you, what are you saying? Right. And like, is what you're saying pertinent to me? And I don't know if we said this song called Circles. I said it while you were gone. I so said it's kind of like called Circles. Right. It can kind of, it kind of gives that feel of like going around in a circle though. It like, does. Like repetitive, like. Which is kind of fun. That is kind of a fun. So it's, it's got a good feel for like the theme of the song, Circles, because it definitely got that going in Circles. Feel. But it's also boring. He said it's putting me to sleep. Cause like if you walk in circles long enough, you're gonna fall asleep. Run away. Run away, train never coming back. Run away, run away, run away. God damn it, <laughs> I need you now. So this song is called Die for Me. And everybody obsessed with these fucking songs like dying and shit. And this song got okay, uh, Housey and Future on it. And when I was listening to it. It's Housey's some white chick, ain't she? I think she was damn near like, she never had a cool little verse. Hey, but this is hip hop at least. Yeah, this is definitely hip hop. Kind of popish a little bit too. For sure. I like the beat though. I could get down with this beat. Ooh. Clouds, 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 clouds. Die for me, die for me, die for me. Let's go. Name Dollar. Two. Looking like a fucking insurance salesman. He's the clown. Right, so we got this No Jumper podcast playing in the background. Shout out and No Jumper. Like, don't look it up. Dane Dash looks like he came straight from Geico. Stop. Like, good lord. So then, like, this is another thing, like, like I said with Post Malone, like, he's not really saying too much to catch my attention. Like, his bars, like, the bars ain't there, but, like, the song, like I keep saying, melodically, sonically, is just, it sounds good. Like, it's definitely, this is definitely something I wouldn't mind hearing in the background, for sure. And, like, the thing is, is, like, that's how I am with a lot of his music, but then there is, on the other two albums, there's been, you know, three or four songs that I genuinely was like, oh, no, I fuck with this song, and those were well represented. And then I, oh, it's blowing them O's. I, uh, this one hasn't had one yet, but I'm kind of curious what Future's on here. It sounds like he's on some bullshit. Best of times, girl, I was trying. I didn't even think you knew me. 
<laughs> I like on a song when they let uh, everybody take their own uh, lap on the chorus. I like that. And it is cold. I didn't notice that really until you said so. And if the, if it's done right, I would assume the final build there'll be a bridge into all of them singing it together. I'd put about eighty five cents on it. <laughs> How's it with that respect of this motherfucker? Hey, hey, hey. Hey. How's he with them bars for you bitch niggas? <laughs> yeah, no, she's also by far the most dynamic performance, period. Ooh, bars! She didn't write this verse, though. I know she did it. This is how Z and Post together. Will Future come in? Doesn't look like it. But I also do like this just song. the different combinations of chorus. I then I might add this to the playlist. How's he came through with the Savior verse? If it wasn't for Howzy, I wouldn't be adding that to the playlist. Shout out but Howzy. just let it be known. Right. Don's got Post on the playlist. Let me look Shout up. out to you, Austin Post. I think Halsey's sexy too, if I remember she probably, right. She sounded like she's sexy. Mm, she's alright. Not with that. I'm not gonna say it, but not with that haircut. She alright. She's definitely pretty. Definitely a pretty girl. And she got bars. Well, I don't. She had bars, and her voice sounds really nice. I was about to flame her haircut, but I'm I'm trying to get, I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to be better. Or I'm trying to be better. <laughs> but uh anyway, this next song, this well, this song is called On the Road, got Meek Mill and Lil Baby on it. So this obviously hip hop. You say I'm taking a shit? Taking a shit, look at the plaques on the wall. Okay. So he put his plaques in the bathroom? I guess so. That's a shitty place for him. Right. You get that, bro? Shitty place. Uh-huh. That was a humdinger of a joke. <laughs> I replaced cut and twat with humdinger. <laughs> right. That's a humdinger. Uh, Look at ass. I hope Meat comes through on this. Hey. Cook it. Hey. Cook it. Hey. Whip it. Whip it. Ooh, ooh, hey, gotta go. gotta get some special seasonings out. Ooh, lemon, lemon seeds with the spice. Hey, gotta taste it. Not good enough. Yeah, get some more salt. Hey, all right, I'm done. I ain't even. Eat I don't yet. like the way his verse was laid on this. They probably recorded it. Yeah, no. Sound like somewhere they recorded it somewhere else. Place. Yeah. Mate. I don't know, it kind of came together with the beat at the end. 
I was so distracted. I didn't listen to a word he said. I was too busy cooking. He was too busy cooking. I was too busy stressing. Hey, what's he whipping? What's he whipping? Doesn't hey. matter. Donnie Ray up in the kitchen. Hey, cooking up the flame. You already know. Oh God, who is this now? Little baby. Why do you put both of the babies on here? What a Little jacket. baby and the baby. Boo. What? I was feeling this flow and then he said right. something that didn't even up, rhyme at all. He changed up the rhyme scheme. To no rhyme. <laughs> Bold move, he, he, he rhymed with the next bar kind of sober and loaded. I guess he was trying it Sober and loaded? I guess that's what he was supposed to rhyme. Little I baby, didn't. you need to grow up and get a better vocab. Do I? Maybe when you a little child, we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather a little teenager at the very least. Little bitchy didn't come through strong. Little bitchy. Little dicky. Sounding like he licking schlong. <laughs> Yo, little dicky's got bars, bro. Don't hate on the LD. Little dick. Did you say little dick? Little dick. Yeah, man. Rap name is a dick joke. It's a bold move. Don't hate on little dick. Just because he's got a little pecker, little schmeckle. <laughs> This sounds like a post song I've already heard. Oh no, it doesn't. Sound like oh, what's this that one song? Sound this like, the, oh, this is the one with Ozzy. It sounds like that one song. Oh, fuck, it sounds like. Ah, uh, what the fuck does it sound like? A lot of songs, I feel like. <laughs> oh, no, let me run it back. Oh, man, I kind of know what you're talking about, I think. Oh. Um. Is it Gangster's Paradise, maybe? Maybe a little bit like Gangster's Paradise or Amish Paradise if you prefer the Weird Al version. <laughs> it's Amish Paradise. Yeah, that song's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Denver's song like Gangster Paradise, I think that's what I was thinking of. And then we're something else, but Gangster Paradise is what I can think of right now. But I mean, this is gonna sound like a rock song. Ozzy Osbourne is on it, and let's not. I can't. Ozzy sounds good. Ozzy's old as shit, and every time I've seen him, he looks like he's like got MLS or something. <laughs> hey, he's got Travis Scott on it too. Does it? That's such a weird combination. Ozzy sounded right, cool. Right. So this song is called "Take What You Want." Like we said, it's got Ozzy Osbourne and Travis Scott on it. See, this kind of does sound hip-hoppy, but the vocals don't. The beat kind of does, though. It's such a weird dynamic. Right. And then when you get into the chorus, it's just like, this is rock. What is happening? Be interested to see Travis Scott. Travis Scott yeah, yeah that's what be. I say. It'd be interested to see what Travis Scott goes sound like over here. He almost could make or break this song for me. It's got enough going that if Travis Scott doesn't blow a load, I'm in. Guess Ozzy Osbourne said he loved the song. Ozzy Osbourne says he loves this song. I it's, hope so. I, I fucking love this track with Post Malone and Travis Scott. I would hope. <laughs> I mean, it's rocking right now. Right, it's like it's all his songs. They got a good sound. 
So I kind of put some more hip hopish drums on yeah, it absolutely. for him. Eight oh eights and heartbreaks looking nice. Right. <laughs> do it, do it. Go, go. One, two, three, go. Ah! Oh, I thought it was gonna drop, but canceled. <laughs> I was got like that. It was a song like an Eminem song. I felt like they got this sound. There's a few actually. I just can't think of it right now. But it definitely got some memorable reminiscent sound of like other songs. Whoa. Now it's rock again. I would almost guess this is does Ozzy play guitar? Oh, oh no. Uh, not a guitar some nigga named Watt Watt? Watt interesting well he's he's doing the damn thing wow he used to play uh, what's that one game Guitar Hero is that yeah. what it's called he used to play that shit absolutely I wasn't that good at guitar here. I was good at like a uh, rock band when the drums came into it. I'm good at drums. I never played none guitar of that shit. Guitar hero is just guitar is a weird coordination. I never. It'd be crazy to be able to play something like that on a guitar though. That shit is nuts. I don't get how that. I don't get how people play instruments at such a high level. You guys are fantastic. If you play an instrument out there, keep grinding. Practice. Pete, get that good so you can make me feel amazed. <laughs> So this song is called I'm Gonna Be. Hey, go. Hey. Fucked up. Ooh. Hey. This beat about harder than a bitch. <laughs> Don, steal this beat. Just completely steal it. <laughs> hey. It's not really a, it it's not really too hip hopish though. It's kind of popish, but it's still sure. good. It's still a good beat. I like the bare bones aspect of it. Right. I really do stand by. I think Post Malone has such a great voice. It's a unique voice, but it's still like really good to me. Right. Donnie Ray cooking up the vocals in the studio. Lavish life. It's a sweatshop. <laughs> I decided to not rhyme. I'm a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said I didn't fuck with the song. I didn't my attitude playlist. I really like this beat. All right, I added to the playlist. Ooh, did you do the last one? No, I didn't do the last one. He's like, I get it. Wasn't, it. it wasn't meant to be because it wasn't organic. Like that was just organic. I felt like I needed to add it. There wasn't. I had that same feeling he for said, the last one. This one has one. some build to it. All right, so it's something about this song. 
So I got two like songs. The, the off craftsmanship this. of his his songs is really good. We we'll beat this into the ground until it's six feet under. But he's got some shit going on. I right. just do wish that. And I've said this actually every time is I just wish he would dive into more substance. That's what I always say about like somebody like a Twenty One Savage who I really like his approach to music and his sound. And I'm just like, hey, say something that matters. But see, and also I will have to say sometimes. Like that's just not people's lanes. So you gotta respect that too, cause like otherwise they don't feel forced. Right, cause that like that's not Gucci main lane. If that you, that's facts. You know what I'm saying? Like if you hear Gucci start rapping about some bitches and shit, like he do it sometimes, but he's still keeping it his way. But like if you start hearing him rap like Drake or something, you're gonna be like, what the fuck is this? So like you start hearing fucking <laughs> Twenty One Savage. Rapping like some Drake, I know you're not necessarily saying necessarily saying yeah, you want no, him on I, some no, Drake I get what shit. I get what you're saying, but like if you start hearing him on some different shit, it's gonna I just be think like it's funny to hear Drake be like the like, model of it. Right, it might be like you kind of out your pocket. Like it's cool to try different shit, but like at the same time, it's what your sound is, what you known for. So like I don't know, I can see both sides. Is really just what I'm saying. So next song called "Staring at the Sun." Got SZA on it, and this got this another song got that fucking like old. This is more like a '70s '80s feel rather than that fucking corny ass '60s feel he had. And actually, honestly, that '60s feeling song wasn't that bad to me. I kind of fuck with like the sound, but it wouldn't be something I would normally listen to. But just like all these songs are just like, like I keep saying it, like you said, we're gonna beat it into the ground. They're all sonically good. Like the mixes are great. So just like all of them sound good, so I was like, I don't mind listening to any of this. Now, will I go back and be like, play this album? Probably not. But if these songs get played or anything, I'm not gonna be like, this is trash or whatever. And there have we've definitely reviewed some songs where we were like, this is trash. Yeah, so we've definitely that, shit on some. So songs. that's that's reference to Lil Nas. Right, review. that's saying some good shit. Cause like I don't think we've really been able to say that yet. And I, I kind of doubt that we will, just based on the way this album is constructed. Right. And I feel like we're in the uh, we're in the waning waning songs of sorts as well. Okay, SZA coming through with the votes. I don't even really fuck with SZA like that. Niggas be on her dick. I think she's got a nice voice. I don't listen to her music. And that's what's crazy about me. You don't think she has a nice voice? I'm a fucking. So I'm I'm a hipster, not by choice. And it's just like when motherfuckers just like, like ride on ride motherfuckers dick and shit, it make me not want to fuck with them. Cause like man, like and like I kind of hear them and like it put them out of like a. That's why he doesn't like little dicky. It, it gives me a high, hell no. It give me a high expectation of them, and then I hear them, and it's like these motherfuckers don't meet this expectation that everybody was gassing their ass and shit. And that's how I feel about Scissor, like. I hadn't really heard her, and just everybody was just gassing her. Oh, she's so good, blah, 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 blah. And then I heard her, I'm like, she's not really too much different than other bitches that I've heard. Like Kilo Kish, like I said this before on other podcasts, like I fuck with her, and she's not that much different from SZA. And I heard Kilo first. Just to keep it 100 with you. Yeah, I mean, I just, the only thing I feel about her is that she's a nice voice. I don't really have any opinions on her songwriting or anything like that. 
But yeah, I'm not saying her voice is necessarily like next level or anything. I just think it's a good voice. Yeah, I'm not saying you, but like a lot of people gas her. Yeah, no, no, no. People are on her dick. She grew a dick just so people could get on it. (laughs) No filter. Ah, fuck this song. So this song called Sunflower. I haven't heard it. Is this single? So this is a single. single. It's got Sway Lee on it. Who Sway Lee? It's kind of got a good vibe though. Maybe I've only heard it like once. I thought I hated it, so who knows? Second listen. Let's open our mind. Let's be unbiased. I guess this was on the Spider-Man yeah. soundtrack. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. I mean. Yeah, this one's not for me, Sway. I mean, it's all right. I mean, kind of like it. I don't know. I kind, of like, I kind of like the vibe. But it's definitely... Like, this... I don't consider this really hip-hop, though. It's like pop. For sure pop. I will say... On the sec, on now, po- I like Poe's part more than Sway Lee's part. Hell nah. Hell no. Nah. I just don't like the way Sway's part sounded. I've been a, I haven't been a, I haven't really enjoyed anything that the Ray Strimmer boys have done in a long time. You said you don't fuck. Do you don't fuck with that uh, hopeless romantic? I fuck with that. That song. song cold. That song is hard, but that's Wiz's goddamn song. But I mean, I guess they are. It is there. That song is this song fire. Was, this song was certified three times platinum. This song, Jesus Christ! At least I'm in the minority. <laughs> like jeez, but yeah, no, I just don't care for that song. But different strokes. Different, different strokes folks. for different folks, people. Remember that. I think that's what Louis C.K. said. And I need your <laughs> right. I was about to say I need your bitch to come stroke me off. No filter. That was a Louis C.K. stroke joke. Not that he had a stroke. Well, so he did song, have a stroke. This song is uh, called Internet. And it's actually produced by Kanye West. Oh shit! Blood Pop, DJ Dahi, and Louis Bell. Louis Bell. Blood Pop. Oh my god! He's in a pocket. In a pocket. Trying to see if they got what Kanye made. Yeah, I don't know. I can. Those background vocals, I feel like, was a Kanye idea. I guess he had a verse on it originally. So I guess if we, you could look that up. 
I guess he got a verse on it on like us. It didn't make the album. Interesting. But yeah, I guess it said yeah. That's what it said it was written by. So like it does kind of have that like, kind of got that life of Pablo kind of faint. Uh, what's that fucking? Feels like it's about to get really big though. What's that fucking? Uh, fuck, I can't. My dark twisted fantasy. Goddamn, I couldn't yeah. think of it. Uh, what's? Are you trying to think of a song? Well, no, nah, I know. Uh, fucking. Uh, yeah, what's the song on there? Fucking. Like a runaway. <laughs> nah, this is Demer off of song I'm thinking of is Demer off of. Is it runaway? Nah. No. The song off of uh, it's off life is Pablo. Demer gave me a feel for that. I don't know, but that ending was very cinematic. Right. Very big. It was misleading though, cause you thought it was about to get bigger. It was about to get bigger. It got kind of big for a second. What do we got? Three songs left. Yeah. So this song is called Goodbyes. Got Young Thug on it. And I think this I was recently, definitely a single too. I recently haven't been fucking with Young Thug that much, so. Does it almost frustrate you how good he is at finding a great melody, though? That's crazy. Well, that's just his lane. That's what he. You know, some people just good some at that just shit. Some people hear that shit. Yep. And really, honestly, we don't really know how easily he come by him. Yeah, I mean, three. I've heard three albums in like four it years might. of just pure melodicness. But I'm just saying, like, we don't know Ugh. how long it take him to write his song. Shit, it could that take is, him. That is true. It could take him a week or two to write a song. This or is hip hop though, as well. This beat is nice. I can get behind it. Kind of hip hop, slight hip hop, slight popish. Hip hop. Yeah, I was right. Where is that lane? Hip hop. There is his fucking lane. Right. God damn That's it. That's his lane. This is hip hop. Post Malone, best in hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop. I don't want to get canceled for saying Post Malone, best in hip hop. That'd be crazy. About to tweet that. <laughs> what a sound from Thug, honestly. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I for real got hyped in a bitch at first. I was like, dude. This is his lane, though. That's a He is good at that squawking shit, isn't he, though? Speaking of somebody else who it's not about what they say when they make music, though. Yeah. These are two of the best at right. making a song that just sounds so fucking good no matter what they say. That is it's a good pairing, and this song is not bad at all. I have really no beef with this song. It's it's very basic, but it sounds great. So I guess I guess it's got a video where Post Malone is getting stabbed, and they got a clean version where he's not getting stabbed, so it could be on YouTube. Pride. Because YouTube doesn't allow... Blood he has some wild violent. videos. He gets, he's he's about that violent shit. I guess the official version cut out some uh, young thug vocals. People saying. So this song is called Myself, and this definitely got that chance to rapper feel off the jump. Yeah. 
Hey, but this album's shitting on Chance's album. Shitting on it. But I mean, I don't think we'll ever have something that's not shitting on Chance's album at this point. It's crazy how like It's crazy how disappointing how that quiet, fucking album how was. How quietly that got swept under the rug though. Like how bad it was. Yeah, and like nobody really said nothing about it too much. It didn't blow up that big either. It's not right. like it was coloring books taking over the fucking charts and stuff. Right, that shit just came and went. Flop. Crazy how that shit happened. Kinda disappointing. Very disappointing, actually, but... Disappointing from people that was expecting something from him. I wasn't expecting too much from him, so... I don't know. I definitely had some expectations. Because I didn't really fuck with anything but Acid Rap. And to be honest, I only really fuck with a handful of songs off of Acid Rap. That might be somebody that people got on their their dick too hard. Got on his dick way too hard. But then it's like he came out with that positive-ass sound and shit, and just people... They jumped to that sound. Thank God, he really just took it all the way to Kids Bop, though. Right. Such a shame. <laughs> and there's like there's like, one, there's like one or two songs on there that we added. That added to the playlist. But this song is extra. I guess it's got a hip hop feel. Hip. I think it's one of it, but it's definitely a hip hop feel too. I definitely do think this song is boring, but I also think this song has one of his best vocal performances, purely. Right, he's definitely like he's getting he all over the. He definitely can damn near like sing if, or like obviously gonna be auto tune and shit on it, but he definitely has the performance. Now, I may have to be pitch corrected a little bit and shit, but like and he I mean, definitely. I've seen videos of him performing live where he still sounds really good, which I know you can get pitch correct on on your right. mic on a stage too, but. He's definitely got some good ability to sing. Yeah, and he's just he's in a good pocket on this song. He's hitting a lot of drawn out notes like that. And I love layered vocals too. I'm a sucker for layered vocals. Fantastical. <laughs> is this the last one? Is this the end? No, nah, I still got one more song after this. But this song is called I Know. Do you? I know, I know, I, have to say, I know. His album 17 songs. But it's kind of like, a, it was a little quicker listening than I, ah, I imagined. A, he just shout out the Jonas Brothers. Calm down. Whores. <laughs> Kind of fucking with the beat. Yeah. Here we go. Ooh. Still kept it light on you. Kind of got a Drake vibe. Yeah, I can hear that. Bouncy beat. Bouncy, ladies and gentlemen, like a tramp. Olin. Hip hop. 
He's killing the hip hop, hip hop game. Right. But now I didn't fuck with this song though. Same. Ooh, bro, your tweet's blowing up. What? Uh, you, you already got four favorites and a retweet. Hip hop. Hip hop. AF. I and the thing is, is that's what I have liked about Post Malone's album is it is a lane that's just so easy to listen to. It's not like I listen to him regularly trying to digest shit like right. I do with other artists, but like it's it's fun to listen to. You get a groove going. You can just be doing whatever. Um, definitely good, just chilling music in my opinion. It's just got a great feeling to it. I like music that makes me feel good. Makes me feel good in my pants. In my. <laughs> So this is the last song on the album. It's called Wow. Ooh. G-Wagon, G-Wagon, all oh shit. He's hilarious. This reminds me of like a Kid Ink beat. In a good way. And like a Chris, Chris Brown Kid Ink yeah. song. Yeah. So I can see this like being like a single. Oh, it definitely was. Had oh, it's the first single, yep. And do you know what you call this? This is a perfect single. Catchy. Cute beat. <laughs> it's a cute beat. Isn't that cute? Get that cute melody. <laughs> he said. I can't sit still to this beat. I really can't. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 so I mean like this God is another... damn it this song sounds so fucking good Right this song was certified platinum Anybody can think what they want about Post But he's doing fucking numbers Right Golly And you can hear why Like there's no den- Like If you want to listen to Post music And just end up being purely like He's trash You're lying but. You can be like a Don who with most of this music and if he listened to the other albums probably most of those too But would be like there's a lot of good music in here, but it's not for me, right? Like, dude has a lot of talent He's got an ear for beats his team around him does a really good job putting everything together Whatever, but it's not for me, but like nah post Malone's music is fucking good there's not lyrical density or a lot of substance unless you're looking to maybe move past a breakup or, <laughs> uh, you know. It's general information, but the musicality of it is on point. It's it's good. You right, can't everything deny sounds it. good sonically. So, <clears throat> if you had to rate this album, you know, we would do this every time. 10 out of 10, 1 being the worst, 10 being the best. My gut literally told me to say 8. Yep, and that's what I was thinking too. I was giving 8 out of 10. Which is 
I mean, if you go back, that's a. I mean, we always say five out of ten is just that's average. That's right. in the middle. But like eight out of ten, that's that's pretty good from right. us. And it's it's crazy because like yeah, we both probably have three, four songs, maybe five that we might put on the playlist. I think Don had three or four. I don't remember, but like it just all is. <laughs> we've said it. A billion point six times, and right. I'm gonna have to. We're both gonna say it again before the end of this. Is it just sounds so fucking good from the mix to his vocals to the melodies, the beats, even the poppy beats, right? Are just like, man, like the bass is hitting just hard enough for me to stay committed to this and be like, god damn it, this sounds good, right? Ah, so hip hop legend, right? Post Malone, the hip hop legend, and that's uh, just like I feel like. That's really a lane that he needs to really just like, like, I don't, you don't really hear that. Like, I don't, I haven't really, I don't even know, like, if you search a genre, if that's a genre, but that's like, that could be like his fucking genre that he fucking like really take over. Cause you know, like K-pop and the motherfuckers with that K-pop, they fucking big as fuck. Like, he or could funny be, rap. Right. <laughs> so he could come with that hip hop. Cause that's really like, like we, like you said, that fucking sound, like his shit just sounds good, but it's not all the way hip hop. It's not all the way pop. And I feel like if he just like recategorize himself and just like really just focus on those songs that got that fucking real like mesh, I really feel like he could reach like a couple more people and really blow up to a different level. Cause he's not like Drake level really, but he's close to and being he's get, Drake he's level. He's getting there. He's really right. he's starting to build some. I've seen him have some big crowds at some big. Like he's, he sold out. He sold out here when he's at the fucking White River or whatever. Yeah, which I mean, that's not a huge place, but it's it's a sizable right. little lawn. So he didn't. And uh, he's not playing around. He he really selling out. And shows there's just and shit. there's something really special about somebody who, whether you've ever heard Post Malone or not, that like let's say you're just at a bar or a party of some kind and like. This comes on, it doesn't matter if it's just you and your homie's age or if it's you're hanging out with your family and everybody's just kind of kicking it, having a good time. This is a great energy in the background. Right. Like, you could get anybody just to be like, oh, shoot, what's what's going on here? Like, right. It, there There is something inherently special to, uh, to have. Right, especially just some chilling shit. Like yeah. I said, just playing in the background, got a good sound. Like, we just not keep saying to, it. Not, but... Nothing to really digest there. Other than just the music side of it, enjoying the Sonics. And he definitely, uh, whoever is overseeing all this knows how to sonically, they, somebody's got a great ear on his team. I don't know if, if it's him. I don't know enough about Post to know how into his craftsmanship he is. Um, but I mean, it has to, at least some of it come from him. He's got to perform it all and all that shit. Um, but there's some great ears working in there. And, um, for sure. Yeah, I'm uh I'm impressed with how this went, honestly. I was worried Don was gonna be in a whole situation doing post uh, honestly. No, nah, like I like I said, I listened to it a little bit and I knew I think we both did very good of staying objective. What I was uh right, I knew what to expect, where I was coming from, where where he's coming from. So like like we said, it's got a different sound. Not necessarily a sound that we would go back and listen to often, but it's got its place, you know. Definitely got his place in the cat in the catalog. I wouldn't say necessarily necessarily put it in your playlist, but if you got a library, like I got a huge ass library, I can see it getting added to your library of music. 
that you go back and check out. Absolutely. Like this is a very good one on a like one of your big general playlists that you could you could put almost any single song on here. Right. Or all of them on your general whatever like all of the songs that are acceptable to play on shuffle for somebody playlist. <laughs> so basically save it to your library library. Right. Yeah, library. So this is Donnie Ray's No Filter After Show, episode 108. We fucking broke down and discussed, listened to Post Malone's Hollywood's Bleeding, his third studio album. We gave it 8 out of 10. Anything else you want to say? Uh, I would, I do want to plug one thing I kind of already did, but because I haven't been on the podcast for so long, I just have to get it off my chest. Mm. Recommendation. Bill Burr, Paper Tiger. Bill Burr. New special. Phenomenal. It's another great hour from Bill Burr. He is one of the best. I will never stop saying that. He fuck with Bill Burr. I do. And uh, the, the reviews. That shit, the re- man's. The, the reviews are, are primarily really good. He goes after a lot of shit. He goes after the cancel culture. He goes after white women a lot, which is pretty funny. Um, and just everybody being upset about everything. He does a really great job. He has a couple classic bits in there for sure really recommend it it's on netflix check that shit out what's it called paper tiger did you listen to the, i mean did you watch that uh dave Chappelle? yes <laughs> yeah did you fuck with it i fuck with most of it i think a couple of them were i think they were reaching a bit but he, dave Chappelle's is one of the funniest too he is so funny and i i respect i just respect comedians who are willing to go there you know what yeah. i'm saying to just go right at it let's talk about it let's talk about what's wrong with it um, and Dave Chappelle definitely had some classic bits in there. Um, and I like that they were, I, both of them, I feel like they don't really go for it, but it feels like they're kind of going for reactions. Because, uh, I mean, that's what comedy is. It's saying something that's jarring to get a reaction that you're like, oh, that's a funny, that's a different way to think about this. Right. Um, they're, but it, it, great time for comedy. Like, two of the best active comics both dropping within like a month of each other is something special. And tackling similar issues. Burr. Um, they need to do a comedy special together. Oh my gosh, they would kill. It would be <laughs> murder. It is also a tough dynamic to get on stage with another person, though. But they should just do like a double. Like they should just do a tour together. I would go to that. I'd pay a lot of money to go to that shit. They said I pay a lot of money. Good lord, stadium tour, Lucas Oil, baby. Hey, you think they could sell out Lucas oh, Oil? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. They're both, they're literally like the two biggest active comedians. They definitely could. Bill Burr just did his at Royal Albert Hall. That place is big. But it's not a stadium. But I think Dave Chappelle has done a stadium, damn near, or something, arenas for sure. Yeah, they they both done arenas. If, if they were together, yeah, they definitely. Bill Burr has sold out MSG. They go ham. Like That's said, crazy. That he sold out Madison Could Square. Could you imagine, bro, that many people looking at you? That's fucked up. I'd have to piss myself. He said that's fucked up. <laughs> Stop looking! I I just said I'd be like, okay, I'll perform MSG, but you're gonna have to turn all the seats 180. They're just gonna have to look away from me. I want them to be there. I want them to laugh, but if they look at me, so help me God, I will fucking slap somebody in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's the after show. Right. Definition of a podcast. Definition of a podcast. So this is Donnie Ray's No Filter After Show, Episode 108. And this is Big Time Tommy. Right. <laughs> Street Bite Tommy! And we out this bitch. Zer.